0: Welcome to a new episode of Girlfriend Talks, the podcast that meets the need of every woman by bringing inspiration, affirmations, and information to enlighten you to the truth. I am your host, Gail Brown, your podcast girlfriend. Well, hello, girlfriends. What is up? What is up? Welcome to a new episode of Girlfriend Talks. I am so glad that you decided to tune in today because I have a word for you and I hope it meets you where you are and if not, you can share it with somebody else that will meet them where they are, amen? Anyway, ladies, I hope everyone is doing okay. You know, I had an amazing week. Anytime, you know, God wakes me up and starts me on my way, I have had an amazing week. I cannot complain because God has been good to me, to all of us. (laughs) But anyway, ladies, I want to serve you a reminder today as well as myself. I want to remind you to take out the time to enjoy life. I know so many times we get caught up in wearing these mini hats that we wear from being wives, mothers, entrepreneurs, employees, bosses, and so on and so forth that we forget to put ourselves on the list. But I want to, on us to remember that we matter and that We need to take time to do us. Do you, boo? Do you? (laughs) Really? I mean, and do something new. Why not? You know, I have to make a confession that I don't know how to swim, but I'm thinking about, you know, taking some swimming lessons. Why not? You know, uh, I think it's important that we just step outside the box. You know, do something that challenges, you know, that challenges us. You know, do something that may bring us fulfillment. Do something that will bring you some kind of enjoyment to where you can do you. Do you. Just simply do you. And that's the only way I know how to explain it is to do you, boo. So remember that you matter and to take out the time to enjoy life. Now, before I get started, ladies, make sure you hit that little follow button, as well as that notification bell that will alert you to any new episodes that I upload, as well as make sure you share girlfriend talks with family members and friends. And you know, I would certainly appreciate that. Now, today, ladies, I want to share with you my testimony on overcoming grief. Now, some of you may know that my husband and I took care of my mother for 15 years. She lived with us after uh, suffering a heart attack and having quadruple bypass surgery. Now, sometime after that, though, she suffered what seemed to be a stroke. Now, she was still high functioning, but she wasn't the same. Now, I know in today's world, there are a lot of people dealing with grief. You know, a loss of any kind can be traumatic. And I'm hoping by sharing my testimony on today... That those of you and anybody, you know, who is dealing with grief, my words can help you. Now, grief is one of those things that can really, I mean, really stretch our faith. But the Lord says that in Psalms 34 and 18, that he is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. This is what I was the day my mom went home to be with the Lord. I was brokenhearted and I was crushed in spirit, to say the least. You know, it would be a day I will never, ever forget, girls. You know, I had returned, you know, to work after spending several nights with my mom at the hospital. She was suffering from heart and kidney failure. And after having what, you know, I thought was a simple procedure, she went from being alert and talking to being unconscious. And the doctors really couldn't explain why. You know, the weight of seeing her in that state took a toll on me and I wanted to get back to some kind of normalcy. Now my niece and my sister was there at the hospital with my mom, and I gotta say this, that even though my mom was in a fragile state, a part of me was still believing that the lady who had survived heart surgery, breast cancer twice, you know, obstructive bowel and many other health issues would be back home with my husband and I, but it wouldn't happen. Now that day, while at work, I remember going to the restroom and something told me to check my phone. Now, my niece had messaged me and she told me that she was on her way to pick me up with no explanation. But I knew. I knew something was, you know, not right and that mama probably didn't make it. And in that moment, you know, y'all, I was met with a pain that was deep, loud, and unfamiliar. It surpassed my soul and it tore at my spirit. And that's the only way I know how to explain it. I had never lost anyone that close to me, you know, and I remember going into my boss's office to let her know that my niece was on her way to pick me up. And in that moment, y'all, I just broke down in tears. I could not hold it together, you know, and several women from around my job flooded my boss's office at the time to comfort and, you know, support me. And some stood in silence with tears in their eyes while a couple of them tried to try to console me. But they all stood in prayer as one of them prayed for me. And that's something I will never, ever forget either. Now, when my niece came in to get me, to take me to the hospital, it was almost like I was a child that she had to convince to come and go with her. Really, it, re- it really was. Now, on my way to the hospital, on our way to the hospital, uh, my niece began to explain the issues my mom was having. And shortly after, she received a phone call and she hung up and her face dropped. And she said, Auntie, she didn't make it girlfriends let me tell you i kicked i screamed i i i cried i punched the air i had no composure i was in so much pain and agony i, I can't it was just so deep that was the moment my life changed forever life didn't look or feel the same everything was different nothing nobody said or did helped to relieve my pain I was in deep, deep grief. My spirit was in pain. It was crushed, literally. I felt like it was, it, I was in so much pain. Now, days later, you know, I would eulog, eulogize my mom. And now at first, when my pastor mentioned to me, you know, about possibly doing the eulogy, I thought, I, I can't do that. I, can't, I really couldn't do it. But he said, you know, to pray about it. And I did. And I believe that, you know, looking back, that God designed it for me to perform my mom's eulogy because that's what she would have wanted. So it was fitting that I spoke on things my mother taught me. God gave me the strength to stand on that pulpit that day, y'all, to speak and without breaking. He really did because the moment I stepped down off that pulpit, man, I fell into my sister's arms and I just cried and I cried like a baby. Now, as the days went on, The phone calls, the cards, the text messages messages stopped coming, and I found myself standing and struggling in the deep trenches of grief. I found myself not wanting to be at home alone because it was too painful. My mom was no longer there. It was even difficult for me to even go into her bedroom, and so many days I didn't go home until my husband made it home. When he wasn't there, I sat in a in my car, in a parking lot, in a nearby grocery store, just crying, just uncontrollably crying. And I, you know, I only went home after my husband called me to let me know he was there. I just could not bring myself to go home to the house where I had all these memories of my mom. It was a big, big struggle for me. You know, I also struggled with the question of whether or not my mother was with God. Now, years prior to my mother entering the hospital for the final time, you know, I sat on her bed before she had heart surgery and I led her to the Lord. And in in retrospect, you know what? I believe that the enemy was, you know, tormenting my mind with this thought of whether or not my mom made it to heaven. You know, but God confirmed to me loud and clear that my mom was with him while in in the mall one day. And I got to tell you this story. You see, my mom, she loved to shop. And so practically almost every weekend, y'all, I made sure I got her out the house so she could go purchase her new outfit to wear to the adult daycare that she loved to go to every day. And so, well, a short while after she went home to be with the Lord, I found myself in the mall for the first time without her. And I was walking along and I was still in this fog, right? And I was missing her so bad. And I proceeded to go into this one particular store. And it was if I could, I could sense her presence. It was so strong. And in that moment, my spirit directed me to listen to the song that was playing overhead, right? And as I tuned into the song, in the song, it was a girl speaking to her mom, telling her to basically uh, not cry because she was okay, because she was with God. You know what, y'all? And I knew in that moment It was God reassuring me that mama was with him. And to this day, I have never, ever heard that song again. And you know what? God could have just composed that song for me. You know, really, I really believe that. That, you know, and that was really the reassurance I needed that my mama was okay. You know, after a long while, uh, the fog and the deep grief began to lift some, and I, I finally was able to be at home alone, and I began to see, you know, my way a little bit more clear, and although, you know, I miss my mom, and I still have moments when I grieve her absence, I know it was nobody but God who's seen me through, and honestly, he still is. You know, I read recently that grief is one of those things that takes time. It takes wading through the oceans of tears It's a taking finding a possession of your loved one you thought was lost or in my case, hearing a song that reassures you that your loved one is okay to help you realize God did that just to comfort you. It takes discovering one day that the sun still shines. It takes being caught off guard when you catch yourself smiling only to realize that it's okay. It takes prayer It takes making the decision to stop asking for answers and start asking for perspective. It takes believing Psalms 34 and 18 is true even on the days it doesn't feel true, that that the Lord really is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. You know, as I close, I want you to know that grieving is a process and any process requires time. However, I have truly come to believe that grief is the healing bomb that can bring new life. Life in a way that draws us closer to God and seeing life, ourselves, and God from a renewed perspective. And let me say this too. You know, I was recently listening to Bishop T.D. Jakes, and he was talking about how he was affected by when his mother went home to be with the Lord in 1999. He said he remembers a preacher coming to his church at the time and he was teaching on prayer languages. Bishop said it had nothing to do what he was going through and however he knelt down and he began to pray in tongues and to his surprise and I quote Bishop said what he could not reach what cards could not reach what people could not reach what friends and relatives could not reach as I prayed The God who searched my heart interceded for me according to his will. All of a sudden, I got relief in my spirit. I got relief in my soul. I got relief in my body. You know, what came to mind when Bishop Jake said this was, only God who is spirit can give us the relief we need in our spirits, our broken spirits, our crushed spirits. I say this to say, that I explained my mother going home to be with the Lord as my spirit hurting, as my spirit being crushed. It was a deep, deep hurt. That's when I realized that only God can heal the broken and the crushed in spirit because those are the deep places. I want to say this. If you are grieving the loss of a loved one, I pray that you rest in the fact that God is close to you, holding you up in those moments you are breaking down. Only he can heal the deepest pain and sorrows we will suffer in this life. Listen, I love you, sis. And remember, you got this because God has you.